0: Welcome to our Day of Reflection for this Friday, February 2nd. And it's the Feast of the Presentation of our Lord, which honors and remem- commemorates Jesus being taken by Joseph and Mary as a babe to the temple where he's offered up. And of course, this uh, fulfills two key things in Jewish law. Jewish mothers, after a certain time of purification, would offer up a sacrifice for their ritual purity because giving birth is a loss of blood which creates ritual uncleanliness. And so Mary, and of course remember here that ritual uncleanliness doesn't mean sinfulness. That's really important. So Mary is going to fulfill the law by offering up a sacrifice of the, the two uh, pigeons uh, or doves in, in, uh, according to fulfill the law for her. And then also Jesus you'd offer up your firstborn son you would offer up a sacrifice for your firstborn son according to exodus 13. every firstborn son who opens the womb is to have a sacrifice because he's to be dedicated to god and there needs to be a substitute sacrifice offered in his place well what's interesting in the gospel reading that luke gives us is he tells us about the sacrifice for mary as the mother of jesus who's just given birth for her purification but there's no mention of a sacrifice for jesus and i think luke does that intentionally in other words there won't be a substitute because jesus will be dedicated to the father and he will make himself a sacrifice to the father as the firstborn son of god so there isn't a substitute sacrifice for jesus because he will be the sacrifice and really if you look at the readings today For this feast day they point to this Uh, and we get the sense right from the beginning in the prophet malachi who says the lord whom you seek will suddenly come to the temple and of course jesus being presented in the temple in the gospel is a fulfillment of that he is the lord he is god who's come back to the temple and that's significant because the temple had been destroyed the temple that solomon had built had been destroyed by the babylonians in 586 bc but now Uh, The Jews, even though they had rebuilt the temple and actually were continually finishing the rebuilding in the time of Jesus, and it would go during Jesus' entire adulthood, they'd be rebuilding and adding on to the temple. Uh, They are waiting for the Lord to return to the new temple as he had to the first temple. In other words, the glory of the Lord had filled the Ark of the Covenant in Exodus 40 with Moses, and the glory of the Lord had filled the temple. In 1 Kings chapter 7, when Solomon builds it and dedicates it. But the glory of the Lord had yet to come and appear in a manifest way to Israel in this new temple. And they thought, well, they're waiting for the finishing of the temple. Well, actually, Jesus being presented and coming to the temple is the fulfillment of God's promises. And of course, uh, by the Holy Spirit, Simeon will recognize this, but few people do. So Malachi is speaking about the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to the temple, and then he's going to refine the sons of Levi, and then right sacrifice will be made in Judah and Jerusalem that will please the Lord. And that right sacrifice will be Jesus himself, and we'll see that. And I love how, in retrospect, the epistle to the Hebrews speaks about this. And so our second reading, which is from Hebrews chapter 2, talks about how since Uh, the children share in flesh and blood. Jesus, who will be a high priest, will likewise share fully in human nature in that flesh and blood. And of course, that is how he's going to destroy the devil who has power over death because by fear of death, he's been able to subject humanity. In other words, uh, the devil as the prince of this world is able to coerce humanity by fear of death. But now... Because Jesus takes on flesh and blood and dies, he has ended the power of the devil because we see that Jesus goes through death and out the other side to resurrection. And we no longer have to be afraid of death because Jesus, our high priest, has taken on our human nature, died, and yet has risen to the right hand of the Father. And we see that there is a way out of death. And so that the devil's threat of death should not enslave us any longer. And so that's a lot for us to digest on this great feast day. But all the readings relate to a sacrificial offering. And so let's reflect on how it all ultimately relates to Jesus giving us the true offering that will atone for death and save us from death so that we too can die like Christ and yet rise with him. Death doesn't have the final word. And that is the good news of the feast of the presentation of our Lord today. May the Lord bless and keep you.
1: This Daily Reflection is brought to you thanks to the generous support of the Mission Circle. Join the Mission Circle to help Catholics worldwide understand, live, and share their faith. Sign up at missioncircle.org today. To sign up and start receiving these Daily Reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, e-books, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.